Back to life, back to reality, back to school. Yes, back to school, baby. I love my kids, but some days I get to work remote and oh, that uh, peace at home is lovely. The peace that passes understanding. There used to be um, a Christian singer named Wayne Watson. He had a, a song. Is a blessing that will never fade away. My brother, older brother Daniel, is 10 years older than me. He used to take me to all these hardcore Christian concerts. When I'm saying hardcore, like a lot of people that think of Christian music like Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith, Stephen Curtis Chapman, well, those are the old school ones. I'm sure there's a lot of new ones, but man, I went to some Michael Card, Wayne Watson. You guys don't even know. Like, you gotta be in it, like in it. Like, I'm talking about, I didn't even listen to any secular music. We went to Christian bookstores and only bought Christian music. My first job was a Christian bookstore. Lighthouse Christian Bookstore in Glendale because I thought I'd meet um, cute, Asian girls, Christian Asian girls, um, and I met, instead it was all old, elderly people. But it didn't really work, but I, I gained a lot of experience as a cashier and imprinting names on leather Bibles, a very valuable skill to have in life that you'll never use. Uh, stocking CDs alphabetically, I've uh, never used that skill again stocking books uh, taking out trash there's a there's a um, a really good tip I learned taking out trash is to put all the extra trash bags on the bottom of the trash can above the trash bag I mean below the trash bag so that when you take out the trash there's already extra trash bags down on the bottom there and I would do that like twice a day and now I do that at home baby life skills Hashtag life skills. Uh, I think I paid. I got paid minimum wage back then was either like four twenty five, four dollars and twenty five cents, or four seventy five, something like that. And then I got taxed. It was like less than five dollars an hour. So was that eight? So less than forty dollars, about thirty five dollars a day taxed. Eight hours, and then I made like twenty seven dollars. And then sometimes I'd eat lunch out after eating out a few times I'm like no I'm packing lunch but I would eat out you know seven five to seven bucks so I'd make eight hours and make 30 bucks I mean of course the dollar went much further then this is uh, mid 90s I was senior in high school but still <laughs> when you think about how some people make minimum wage with inflation um, I, I don't know how they live, to be honest. Pray for them. Uh, everybody's got to have a second job, especially in LA, man. And if you're in a big city, everybody, every time I get in an Uber, Lyft here, like, what else do you do? They're like, oh, I'm a nurse. I'm like, wait, what? Like, my friend was a professor in college and he Ubered on the side. I was like, everybody is working multiple jobs or trying to get more income some way, somehow. Um, unless you're balling. With your one job, I uh, I remember my brother taking me to these hardcore Christian concerts, and I knew a lot of the singers because I was in it, you know. Um, 
but then at school I felt really weird you know because you know all the kids were listening to radio music I didn't know anything you know and I felt uncool I felt uh, sometimes embarrassed you know um, but there were some really good Christian artists for the most part though nah the quality was kind of Christian music, contemporary Christian music, quality, the quality is nah. But we listen to the radio now with my kids, and I understand. I understand why why my brother was just like, nah, you're not gonna listen to that because most of the songs, yes, about love, heartbreak, but then it's also even on Kiss FM, like a lot of the songs they have sexual innuendos, drugs. And I'm all I'm constantly changing, and then I change to like Coast. If you're not from LA, it's like the slow love song, cheesy love song station. Which they follow me on Instagram. What's up? They got like forty thousand followers, and they only follow a couple hundred people or something. They follow me, which is hilarious but cool too, because I love Coast. Um, growing up, you know, imagining what it would feel like to break up with people. Uh, and then singing those sad songs. Um, yeah, I, you know, we're always changing the station in the in the car because the kids. There's like very few safe songs for young kids. You know, they start asking. I remember even Bruno Mars. You know, one of my favorite artists. Uh, my kids love the lazy song. You know, today I'm not gonna do anything. You know. Nothing at all. That that song they love it because the music video is a bunch of monkeys, like got people in like ape suits and stuff. Whatever is really like cutesy and they're dancing. But there's a line in there that says uh, something P90X, and then my girl something we're gonna have good sex, something like that. And I remember my youngest who's eight now, but back to, he was like four. He goes, "What sex?" And like just straight up and we're in line at In-N-Out and you know In-N-Out Burgers always has like a 20-30 minute line so we're at In-N-Out Burger in Glendale and uh, you know the next to the two freeway that one that long one and um, I'm like trying to change the topic I'm like I pretend like I'm not gonna hear him but then he goes again what's sex and then uh, my daughter you know he's three years older he's like just don't worry about it right and then no, they're like, he just kept going, what's sex? What's it? You know, the more I try to ignore it. And, oh, my God. By the time I, we got to uh, the window, the whole car, all three kids, they were, because as they know I was avoiding it and they love annoying me, they were all chanting, what sex? What sex? Like, right when, you know, you go to in and out they always repeat your order, uh, which is I know is necessary, but I'm so impatient. I'm like, yeah, 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 you got it. <laughs> Like you got two double doubles, one chopped chilies, one chopped on you. You know they're saying the whole thing, and the whole time that guy's saying, my kids are just what sex, what sex. I'm like, oh my gosh. <sighs> so um, yeah, always changing the station, but I'm very happy that it's back to school. Uh, my oldest is in ninth grade. My middle one is in sixth grade. My youngest is in third grade. It's crazy, and uh, I just can't believe it. In four years, my oldest is gonna go to college. 
My mind is on the money and the money's on my mind, everybody. Uh, like all of us, unless you're balling, um, even if you're balling, more money, more problems. I want more problems. If more, if more money is more problems, give me more problems. Um, I, yeah, just because my kids are gonna start going to college in four years and then I have three of them. I gotta make like a million dollars some way, somehow, focus on that. And um, just gonna try to make as much legal money as possible. I, let's go, let's do that. So, yes, uh, I have a ton of events coming up for work uh, at the bike casino. We got like a Vietnamese concert. We have uh, some more comedy, stand-up comedy shows. Uh, we might have a big Chinese concert. Uh, we have our company holiday party, which I'm in charge of, which is gonna be fun because I'm emceeing and then we're gonna get auditions and if you work at a big company, I highly suggest you do this. Tell your company to do this. By the way, if you need an MC DJ for your company, I've done many, me and my DJ. We have the high-tech equipment. We'll bring it. We'll take care of your holiday party for you. Um, and uh, we'll give a good rate. And we have dance lighting, all that. And we'll MC it if you want. Um, but yeah, the holiday party, I've MC'd many. I've MC'd a lot of like bank parties banks got the money and the banks you know they usually have like a talent show and it's like the event right and some of these people have been working there for 30 years and they, they get acknowledged sometimes some of them more which is I respect and admire them but I always wonder do they ever wonder like is it different at another company or are they just gonna work for one company in their entire life that's admirable you know especially today's age when people are hopping around job to job um, I am going to get auditions and submissions and we're gonna have singers dancers and you always find a gem in every company in your company right now unless you work at a company that is the size of four uh, but if you work at a company you know that's a few hundred people or more like you know I work at a company with like almost 2,000 people which is like a small college or a high school but you know, anything more than a few hundred people, I would highly advise you tell your uh, director boss, as long as you guys are doing okay financially, to do a talent show. Not just have like a holiday party, but like a, a talent show because there's always some gems, some hidden talent in every company. Singers, dancers, instrumentalists, you know, bands or juggling, whatever, human tricks. Whatever they, whatever they want to present, and it's one of the highlights of the year for the company. You know, company morale is really important, and uh, I think that is one of my gifts. And it's not really um, something you can put, you know, into numbers or stats or quantifiable. Sometimes it's just atmosphere maker. You know, I remember my friend Daniel Kim. CEO of Merch Labs, he told me, you're like a punigi maker in, in Korean. It's like, you you create a good atmosphere, a good vibe, you know? It's hard to quantify, but yeah, like, morale's important, especially in employer retention. If morale is down, people start looking, and then hiring costs money. Looking for him, recruits, candidates costs money, you know? And people not being in that position costs the company money. Unless you're the red stapler guy, like in the office, the movie Office Space. 
Like, nobody knew what he did. He just was there collecting checks. Like some huge companies, they have that. The red stapler guy, they like, nobody really fully knows what they do. They just kind of figured out a loophole to be at the company and like, we're like, what do they do? Just collecting checks, showing up for cake every month at the birthday party inside the, uh, the uh, water cooler room. I, uh, I'm really excited for this talent show. I'm gonna um, make it really fun. And it's just, it's, it's funny because it, it's easy to me to do these things, but for, for some people I can tell they're like, that's beyond them. Like emceeing and producing and organizing a talent show. But this is something I've done hundreds of times. So it comes second nature to me and it really does raise the morale. Even it, it, even at the base level of, let's say there's a few employees that want to be together and like a dance crew, you know, for the company party. And, you know, the notice goes out like in October. They're not, they're, there's a very low chance that they're looking around or they're not going to leave. You know, they're going to want to stay at least until December in the company party, you know. And that's usually sometimes where the awards are given out and prizes and there's good laughs and bonding and whatever. And they, start, they think, you know, maybe I should stay like human connection is so important and that's something that a lot of companies are just too busy or they don't think it's important or, or they don't know how to do it but like creating bonding connections between people like one of the most innate human needs that we have communication connection people's souls not just paychecks that creating that and then people creating memories together that really raises morale in companies and it's something yeah you know it's something I, I've done many times I remember my first company right out of college uh, peoplesupport.com they provided internet customer service and it, it blew up like from I was like one of the first 20 30 employees and then it grew to like 400 and then they went to I helped set it up in Philippines and they had like over a thousand and Thanks to my friend Sam Kim, uh, Ion Management, LACPC Sam Kim, he, who's a baller now, and he brought me over there, and I started out as a customer service e-rep, called e-rep, where I, I answered emails for Nokia. Nokia dominated the phones. Everybody had Nokia only, which shows you, if you don't move with the cheese and stay up with the tech, you're gone. Like, just like Blackberry, everybody had a Blackberry, and then gone, you gotta constantly upgrade tech be on the move just upgrade move with the cheese and so I remember uh, being at that company um, at peoplesupport.com and I answered emails for Nokia and then the team grew to like four or five and then it grew to like ten and then they needed like a, a team leader and then I got promoted and then after that they promoted me again to you know, manage multiple teams, and then um, when I was a manager, I emailed. We you know we had like a big holiday party at the end of the year, it's like 400 people. I emailed the CEO, Lance Rosenzweig, Rosenzweig, uh, baller Jewish guy, and I asked him, you know, hey, uh, you know, Lance, I have an idea for a performance for the end of the year holiday party. Are, um, are you open if I wrote a rap and then you do the chorus part? I 90% thought he was gonna say no. 
you know, like, like, <laughs> you know, like, who are you? You know, I I knew he knew it. I, I was in the company. I've said hi, but he's just in doing CEO meetings all day, you know. So he writes back, and this is what a cool CEO he is. You know, Paul, come to my room, meet me at this time. Go up there, present the rap. He loved it. We secretly planned it for the company holiday party. Uh, you know, they did the whole presentation. It's like one of those, like, you know, Microsoft, Apple, you see online where they have their, you know, this is how we did this year and we celebrated. And this is when all the dot-coms were getting massive funding. They, you know, they got tens of millions of dollars in funding. And the company was growing. Um, and then I wrote this whole rap. I got to find it, but it was just whole rap about the company. I gave shout-outs to, to the execs. Of course, they loved it. And shout-outs to the leaders. And, and then... Uh, it was all about you know us providing customer service and then the the course part was people support you find it selectable we make customer service delectable people support you find it selectable we make customer service delectable I asked our CEO Lance uh, he's just like you know this this uh, Jewish guy <laughs> he when I did the rap first verse and then he comes out and he did it the entire company, 400 plus, just yelled, cheered, screamed. People told me that it was like the pinnacle highlight moment of that company. Like people were so surprised. It was hilarious. Um, it was very uplifting. And I, you could just feel the morale of the company was really high. And I helped elevate it. Because I got skills, baby. That's what I do. I got some weird... Weird Al Yankovic parody skills that I used to make a rap about our company and then asked our CEO to do the chorus part and then nobody would ever think that would happen and we surprised them and then the whole company burst into cheers and I think my job was pretty secure after that until they laid everybody off because they moved the whole company to the Philippines. But until then, yup, that's one of the highlights of my life. <laughs> <laughs> in my comedy career uh, yeah that's yeah, it, it definitely um, it was a really really fun funny moment and you know I kind of became uh, a star at the company you know what I'm saying signing autographs charging money for autographs like Johnny Menzel on the low um, I didn't sign any uh, body parts but I, uh, I was a star but those things, you know, it may seem small, but really uplifts morale. And are you a morale uplifter or are you a Debbie Downer at your company, you know? just Or overall, like, are you someone that people are like, man, just positive energy. They choose to be positive even if things or times are hard or they're just constantly complaining and whining and bringing the energy down. You know, um, we are all made up of energy. You could look it up, you know, inside the elements and particles and inside you keep going down and, and, and uh, breaking down the cells. Uh, there's energy trapped in. And so we're all energy that's uh, matter, physical matter. But it, in us, there's literally different types of energy. And... It's amazing I mean, when you think about that. It's, it's we're affected by each other's energy. Like 
being around someone who's down, you feel down. You know, if they're sad, you feel sad. And there's, in a good way, there's a healthy way too, but it's also unhealthy if they're always just negative. Um, and it's our choice to choose to be positive. So I hope to instill that within my kids as they go back to school. And, you know, they tell me their little complaints every day. I always ask them, what did you learn, you know, when I pick them up? Literally, half the time, oh no, we didn't learn anything. I'm like, how did you not learn anything? Give me my taxpayer money back. Uh, something, you know, and then rarely. But sometimes they do. They And sometimes they teach me something. Like they say some facts. I'm like, wait, what? For real? Especially my youngest, man. Eight years old, he's watching these YouTube shorts about educational stuff all the time. And he's just impressing the heck out of me, man. Like he just tells me all these facts I'm like what we're at really um, and so I hope that they have a great year in school I hope they great meet a lot of good friends uh, make a you know make a lot of great memories that they learn a lot and that you know they can make lifelong friends which is worth everything but also choose to have a good attitude you know we're not Pavlovian dogs we can choose the expression we have in our face even when times are tough and you know I learned that from a very young age you know from a couple sermons but also some things that I read it's just you know humans are one of the few species on earth where you can have the self-awareness to choose to be positive choose to be happy so I choose to be positive and happy as much as possible. I fail sometimes, but I hope that I can encourage you with that um, and that you'll choose to be positive and that we can teach our kids the same and that they'll have a lot of happiness and joy. I love you all. Much respect. Peace out.